Greetings, listeners. It is I, Professor Jameson Burkhead, creator of the Unifier. I'm still dealing with the repercussions of unifying myself with dozens of animal species. Uh, For instance, I do occasionally shock myself, thanks to my electric eel parts. Uh, But in the meantime, I asked Taylor to compile a list of previous experiments to revisit. uh, Sort of a Taylor's top ten. Now, I've noticed a lot of these experiments involve me getting embarrassed or grossed out in some way, but I did agree to honor their selection. So, uh, listen to this already complete unification and enjoy... Oh, that darn electric eel. Uh, Enjoy. Three, two, one. Cue my theme song. I, Professor Burkhead, took some old spare parts and built a new machine to reveal just what is in our hearts. To connect with animals and people and bridge that great divide. I have to keep my work a secret so in space I would reside. I fueled my rocket. I took a flyer, and on my space station, I built the Unifier. Now it's a perfect fit for both scientists and marmots. After this unification, I'll be knowledge incarnate. A prospect quite exciting, so it's time to activate. Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say it's nice to meet you. Ah, ah, now that's a theme song. Before we get to the show, if you want to listen ad-free, go to gzmshows.com slash subscribers. That's gzmshows.com slash subscribers. Unifier, I have the feeling this is going to be a particularly good unification. Two more test subjects, if you please. Unifier operational. Uh, Taylor, go ahead, uh, start the abort sequence, please. Quaint. Very quaint. Uh, Proxer! (laughs) So good to see you! I hear the obsequious cackling of somebody who never won a Nobel Prize, so that means it must be Jameson Burkhead. Uh... (laughs) <laughs> yes, it's me. Uh, Taylor, could you, you turn the translator on? You two know each other? We do, yes. How nice. I think it would be nice in other situations, but... I have been annoyed by Jameson, and Jameson has read of my exploits. That's not uh, a fully accurate uh, representation of our relationship, but uh, it will serve for now. Well, Welcome to my space station, Proxer and Marmot, am I correct? It's a marmot. You can't tell just by looking at it that it's a marmot. Animal. Introduction. Did you say it's a marmot? Hello, my name is Meredith, so you can call me that. And yes, I am a marmot. Hello, Meredith. And you're both humans, I take it? Yes. Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple humans before. Oh. oh well, very good. Meredith, you were about to be part of one of the greatest scientific experiments in human history, but, you know, Proxer and I have a bit of a history, so I, I think actually we might just abort. Why? Why would you abort unless you have something to be afraid of? Human introduction. Hello, Meredith. My name is Proxer Snidey. Yes, yes, yes. Holder of the only double professorship at Harvard. We all know Proxer. What's your double professor in? Oh, great question. One of them was in gastrointestinal lights. Lights? 
Yes, he makes lights that light up your gastrointestinal tract so people can diagnose, you know, diseases in the gastrointestinal. It's very revolutionary, people said. That's very valuable. One of my pups ate a stick once, and we just had no idea what was going on down there. Well, you should have brought them into uh, my laboratory. And my other professorship was in cars. Cars. That's right. He was also a mechanical engineer, and he built cars. That's very impressive, I have to say. That's very impressive. Oh, yes, we're all impressed. We're all impressed with old Professor Snidey. This place is dirty and musty, Jameson. Okay, that's not fully accurate. I think it's very nice. I'm very... I think it's cushy. I think it's cozy. Thank you, Meredith. I usually live in dirt in a burrow, and for me, this is a huge step up. It's a step up from dirt. Okay, listen, Proxer, if you insist on being involved in the experiment, which you don't have to... No, absolutely. I've got a little bit of time before my meeting with the president. The president of what? The United States of America. (sighs) Wow. I mean, it's impressive. I can't not be impressed. Here, I've got some um, marmot food in my pocket. Would you like some? Oh, so mosses and grasses and maybe a few berries? Yes, exactly. Sure, sure. I'd love some. That's very kind of you to offer. Oh, wait, wait, hold on. There's some kind of glass between us. Uh, Yes, I'm conforming to my experimental standards here. I've got you behind these suspension fields. Yes, outdated technology. Okay, the suspension field is actually a pretty reliable technology. Sure, if it's 2015. I don't understand the reference, but it seems funny. (laughs) Fine, I'm going to seal you inside this unification chamber here. And now, can you... See me up here in the observation booth? Yes, Jameson, we can see you. Okay, good. As I said, you know, I'm conducting an experiment here, and the goal is to bring your mind into a state of harmony, a process we call unification. Now, that seems pretty impressive, too. Yeah, it is pretty impressive, isn't it? Jameson, are you still trying to win the Nobel Prize? Well, you know, you could say that this experiment will almost guarantee me a Nobel Prize. You understand that I'm a double Nobel Prize winner, right? Everyone knows that you're a double Nobel laureate. Well, I don't. When you say prize, is it like a particularly comfortable burrow to live in or a really nice food source? In a way, yes, because that's how I got tenure at Harvard. And uh, they did have a very good mess hall and I had my own office. So yes, in a way, you are correct, Meredith. Yeah, you sort of hit it right on the head, Meredith. Winning a Nobel Prize made... Proxer's life, very comfortable indeed. Jameson, why don't you win one of those? And then you could have kind of a cushy life. Yes, Jameson, simply win one. Yes, simply win one. What a a novel suggestion. Just simply win a Nobel Prize, as if that is not exactly what I am attempting to do right now with the experiments that you're in. Okay, so what do we do, Jameson? Are we playing tic-tac-toe here? What is your experiment exactly? No, it's a little more complicated than that, all right? Uh, We are bringing a human and a animal species into synchronicity of the mind. It's pretty complicated. Well, it can't be as complicated as cars. It's actually considerably more complicated than cars. I don't know. They go so fast. We're getting completely off track here. Uh, Meredith, why don't you run us through uh, what's a regular day like for a marmot? I have three small pups at home, so, you know, a lot of the time is just following around after them, making sure they don't kill each other. Marmots are very social creatures, so I have an active social life. Um, I like to see my girlfriends. We actually recently made a new addition to our home, so we've been burrowing. That sounds lovely. That is what I was going to say. It sounds lovely. You don't win Nobel Prizes for wanting to say something. You win it for saying that thing first. Well, I don't know if that's true, but he does have two of them, so... 
I'll take your word for it. One of them is in literature, okay? So that, I don't even know why that counts in a scientific context. Yes, but the other one is for physics. Not at all what you teach. It's fascinating. You have, you're a renaissance man. I love cars. This is rude, Proxer, okay, to come up to my experiment. You beamed me up. If you're feeling threatened, may I suggest you just let out a whistle? Sometimes that just helps, you know, you're letting everybody know there's a threat around. And Meredith, this is what you do when when threats are around. Could you perhaps give us an example? You're going to be surprised by what it sounds like. That is a loud yell. I would characterize that as as more of a scream. That's what I thought. Well, we've we've heard quite a bit about what Meredith's day is like for the sake of the experiment. Uh, Proxer, would you run us through a regular day in the life of an award-winning scientist? I wake up at 5 in the morning and I jump into my plunge pool and then I FaceTime Tony Robbins. Every morning you talk to Tony Robbins? Every morning I FaceTime Tony Robbins from my plunge pool, that's right. Then I do a FaceTime with the president and Tony Robbins. You talk to Tony Robbins twice before lunch? He's a great guy to have a conversation with. He's very, very positive and very motivational. And honestly, that's what you need to to be a winner. You need to think positive all the time. Then I retire to my study where uh, I focus on groundbreaking contributions to our understanding of complex systems, i.e. the prerequisite for winning a Nobel Prize in physics. Then I jog for eight miles with Tony Robbins. You live that close to Tony Robbins? Look, we're pals. I'm not going to apologize for being pals with Tony Robbins. All right, all right. I think we've heard plenty about your day. Oh, and then I work on my cars. I hang out. Uh, this is the other thing I do during my day. I hang out with Jay Leno when we talk cars. So the names of all the people that he said those are famous people? Uh, yes. Are there famous marmots? Well, there's a couple. You would know Mamie Marmot, I'm sure. Mamie Marmot? Mm, I don't think so. Unfamiliar. Her likeness is used on the brand Marmot. Oh, yes. I think I've seen those jackets before. I own several of them. She's a model and influencer, and, you know, so they use her for that. And then, I, I mean, I know that you know Poxitani Phil. Well, yeah, that's a, that's a groundhog. A groundhog is a type of marmot. Is that true? Yes, that's very true. A groundhog is a type of marmot. That's a new fact to me. I just happen to know it because Tony Robbins loves animals and won't shut up about Good them. Lord. All right, all right, why don't we move on to the next phase of the experiment? For this stage, I will deactivate the suspension fields, which are working perfectly, I might add, so that you may interact with each other physically. Deactivating force field. Hello, Meredith. Hello. Lovely to meet you. Very nice to meet you. I am not going to bite you. I will bite when provoked, but uh, I already know you're not going to provoke me, so we're not gonna, I'm not going to bite today. Jameson, there are no predators on this ship, are there? I shouldn't think so. Would you mind if I sniffed you? I mean, I gotta start with that. I just... Oh, me? Of course. Here. Yeah, I'm already getting a little bit. Is it possible that you smell like money? Yes. In fact, a great deal of it. Oh, come on. You can't possibly be smelling all that, Meredith. I rely on my nose for everything. My nose tells me where my kids have been. My nose tells me where my husband's been. So you gotta trust the nose. <laughs> I'm sorry. Fine, fine. Why don't we progress to the next stage of the experiment? Uh, this is called the introduction of a random object, a.k.a. the IRO. Uh, Taylor... Taylor, there's always a job at Harvard if you're interested. Let's leave Taylor out of it. Just drop the IRO. Introduction of random object. Ooh, shiny. Oh. <laughs> this is my first Nobel Prize. Taylor, what are you... It's very shiny and it looks heavy. Mm, yeah, well, it is heavy because it's actually made out of gold, which is environmentally not the most sustainable, but, you know, they want to award the best with the best. How did you get this? I have the same question, Taylor. How did you get this? You thought it might be good. Well, Taylor... Jameson, would you like to keep this one? No, no, no. 
oh, that's so nice of you. That way you could both have one. That's what I do when my pups are fighting over the same stick. Exactly. We're fighting over the same stick, and I don't want to fight. I'm just going to take out the Sharpie and cross out my name. No, what do you get to face a Nobel Prize like that? Burkhead. Here, this is yours now. Honestly, that only makes me more impressed with you, Proxer Snidey. It's like you've won the most, but you're also magnanimous. That's exactly what Tony Robbins taught me to be. (sighs) Meredith, this is a very challenging day for me. I am just a marmot, buddy. I call it like I smell it. Meredith, I can't just take Proxer Snidey's Nobel Prize. It has his name on it, and it's for a discovery that he made. So I must make my own discovery. You know, uh, Meredith, there's plenty of room at my estate if you are looking for a safe place to live that's free of predators. You know, if we ever want to relocate, I will I will maybe take you up on that. Mm-hmm. I will email you. Proxer, a marmot is not going to be able to receive an email, okay? I can actually... What?! Yeah, we got very close to the power line, and my, my husband actually started nibbling into it, and so we were able to divert a small amount of power. My oldest son, one day, he just brings home an iPhone. We hooked one up to the other. The next thing we know, we're flooded with information. You know, actually, it's fascinating that marmots have access to technology underground. It might actually give me an idea for another Nobel Prize submission. No, no, no. Meredith, do not give Proxer any ideas, okay? He's an excellent free associator. How to activate underground rodents in order to make sustainable 5G networking. I think the impact of that could be really incredible because, you know, I don't know that we're all fully reaching our potential. Yes, and I'm all about people reaching their potential. It's another thing Tony Robbins taught me. I'm going to CC Tony Robbins on the email that I email you. 5G underground networking with rodents, uh, specifically the marmot, already have access to iPhone and email technology. You know what? I can... I'm actually smelling genius. Meredith, there's no way you can smell genius happening. Professor, if you want me to sniff you, I'd be happy to. You know what? Why don't... Here, I'm going to open the chamber briefly. Why don't you sniff me? Because I bet you're also smelling genius right now. I smell above average intelligence. Oh, well. I smell desperation. Uh, no, that's not... I smell like a half-eaten yogurt. Okay, all right. I'm sealing the chamber. Clearly the desperation is the yogurt, all right? I think we can achieve international 5G networking capacity within the next 18 months. This is honestly so exciting. I really didn't see where this was going. Unification complete. Well, in defiance of the system that I myself have built, you have achieved 110% unification, which shouldn't be possible. I don't understand. Have you ever done a plunge bath before, Meredith? When you say plunge bath, do you mean like jumping into a pool of freezing water? Yes. Isn't it great? Yes. All right, all right. You have achieved unification. I'm sending the both of you back to Earth. All right? You've got 20 seconds to say to each other whatever you need to say. Keep in touch, Okay, well, just make sure you spell Meredith correctly when you email me. Or call myself, which is 615... All right. Goodbye. Pleasure to meet you, Meredith. Taylor, how did you get Proxer's Nobel Prize? You stole it from Proxer's house? Because this is the time. Yeah, baby, it's the groove. Because this is the place where I say it's nice to be you. Wow. Taylor, respect. I think we're going to be all right, Taylor.
Well, I think there was still quite a bit of interesting information in that one. And I think I actually came off pretty well, so you can quit your snickering, Taylor. GZM Shows. Imagination Amplified. Hey, parents and teachers. Have you heard about gzmclassroom.com? It's a website where teachers can get companion resources for everyone's favorite GZM shows. Six Minutes, Mars Patel, Podcast Title Pending, Seis Minutos, The Res, Becoming Mother Nature, Iowa Chapman and the Last Dog, Treasure Island 2020, The Hollow, Young Ben Franklin, and The Big Fib all have companion resources for additional critical thinking, listening comprehension, and ultimately creativity. We made them just for you. And oh yeah, they're free. Free! The people on Facebook didn't believe us, but they are F-R-E-E free. Head to gzmclassroom.com and get yours today.